0: Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You always scum. Rebel scum.
1: Here we are.
0: Hey, we're scumming it up.
1: I don't know why you put it to this. I think the the two up close together looks better. I Uh. mean, if you were... It was a little framed up more on you but like it looks good all right um hello james welcome to the scum podcast of rebels uh how was your week
0: it's been a weekly a lot of snow we got dumped hard with snow hmm. on the monday first thing monday morning waking up to like seven seventy-seven 77 feet of snow sucked how about yours
1: uh you know no snowed. that's why i asked it snowed, uh you live in the in the country in the woods, and your road is a dirt road, like what is that like when there's that much snow? Is it it just... actually
0: I was telling your old roommate Daryl wow. and his uh his g f um it's surprisingly a billion times better than mm-hmm. living in in the city. and we had the, the plow came twice on Monday mm. yeah, the plow, I've never lived somewhere. Where The street the, the street's not an issue. Like, you, the plow comes. The plow came twice on Monday, twice on Tuesday, I think. Like, every day the plow's been here. There's no need for the plow now, but the plow's still coming on this road. Yeah. So, it's like, yeah, it's smooth. Like, you go out there, it's uh, it's better than it is in the summer. So, it's actually... Um, I don't know what it is. Maybe we pay our taxes. I don't know. but Because I don't. But I don't... <laughs> uh, yeah, it's actually... It's surprisingly easier to get out of my house here in the middle of nowhere than it was mm. when, I lived, when i lived in brampton it would be like six weeks before i could leave <laughs> my house after a snowstorm so yeah that's how it is here
1: but i was gonna say like that sounds like a hard-boiled detective movie it's like the the plow c- comes twice <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's right um, twice
1: that's i mean funny. it's it's all dependent on where you are right like I yep. live on a street that has a bus line on it, so therefore yeah, we're plowed pretty quickly. But I was—I went out driving that day and uh, on Monday, and if you were on a side street, you're staying home. Like there, and like I think most people—I mean, I guess probably a lot of people are staying home because of COVID. Like there was no one that had attempted to leave some of the side streets I passed. I'm like, oh, okay. So here we are.
0: But um, I had, I looked forward to the book of Boba Fett. I shoveled a lot. Oh. I did shovel a lot because my driveway is yeah. way too long. for the, And I have a, the plow got working. So we got the plow going, but, uh, or the blower, not the plow, the blower. A guy on my street had his tractor out, just tractoring the snow off nice. his driveway. I was like, oh man, yeah. envy a tractor. Uh, but, Brock, we should just get into it. It's yeah. We're uh, we're supposed to go up at eight oh five. It's eight oh seven, so we can talk. We're going to talk spoilers, chapter four, book of Boba Fett. Yeah. So if you haven't seen chapter four of the book of Boba Fett, Scoodles, I wouldn't want to ruin it for you. I think you know. So anyway, um, did you wake up uh, first thing in the morning and watch this one?
1: Uh, kind of, sort of. I watched it in the morning, but not as early as I usually do. I watched it at work. Ooh. Um. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was a great episode. I only watched it once. Uh, I want to watch it again. But uh, I, you know what? Here's one thing I wanted to review. I must have not been paying attention because the part where he's escaping. How does how does this start? Oh, he goes to Jabba's palace, Right. To yeah. Check out with, there, and I the part where he finds uh, Fennec is the part I did not. I, I, he just shows up in a thing at yeah, the place where the guy fixes her her body, and it, that is if you don't see her, see him pick her up. Which I don't know how big it must have been, not a long scene because I don't think I looked away that long. He just had her, and I was like, oh, okay, so then this is how it's all placed in the Mandalorian.
0: But he, her. he did like, pick her up.
1: Yeah, he did pick her up, right? Like, it's does, a re redoes re- the thing. So, like, I didn't yeah. see that part. I just saw him walking into the... What would you call that? The,
0: the biker the, shop? The mod squad.
1: So, it's confusing when you don't understand that that is in <laughs> the past. Because all those people look like his new uh, yeah, it's true. gang, his, the mods... <laughs> um but otherwise it's fantastic fantastic episode what was uh what was what stood out for you the most
0: uh there was a lot of, uh, Just like the the most i think my favorite scene was uh the ship formerly known as a slave one it might still i don't know if it <laughs> is, but he was gunning down the bikers though it was kind of awesome yeah and uh, i i think though what stood out the most was definitely definitely um blowing up the uh the sarlacc pit just blowing that thing up was uh pretty awesome but uh sooner brings up a, a great point here because in in the mandalorian he's got the spurs on his boots if you remember hearing the spurs and was like that's boba fett that's boba fett turned out everybody was right it was boba fett but he's not wearing spurs in that scene because he's wearing his his tuscan raider clothes at that point so it wasn't there. um you see them pick her up what was i going to i love um there's just so much about the show that i actually really enjoy but yeah it, they definitely anyway to sooner to, to, to this point they did a red that but i think i was i was okay with it there was something now i lost my now i lost what i was gonna say there was something in it that kind of threw me off off a little bit but um i'm with with danny though i like the mod squad stuff as well the the yeah, the cyborgs. I was talking to our friend Sheldon, and he's like, "I don't know how I feel about them." And I was like, "I love them." And he goes, "He goes, sell me on them." And I said, "Well, there's cyborgs, and Vader <laughs> was a cyborg, and and Luke was kind of a cyborg, and and cy- you know, Grievous was a cy- you know, cyborgs have a place in Star Wars. They have a big spot. And then he kind of uh, got right back on on board on board with that. What else stood out for you in this episode?
1: Um, um. What stood out for me immediately was like, I was like, wow, this episode has gone so fast. I thought, like, the whole episode was just going to be a flashback. Like, the whole scene with him finding Fennec, uh, saving Fennec, and then they getting a plan to get the fire spray gunship out of Jabba's palace. Um, uh, I was like, oh, wow, this episode is going so quick. But then we do return to the the common time, and I'm like, oh, the... I think I'll say for the rest of the series. Anything with Black uh, Christian, Black K, or as they named him in this episode, Santo. Um, like, that was perfect. It's I think I said to you in text, it's like, it's weird. He's, like, better than Chewbacca. Not in, like, character-wise. They're both unique characters. But just something about the costume just looks better. Maybe that's just because Chewbacca's been around for so long. And we've seen the evolution of what they can make him look like. Um, but like having read the comics, uh, Doctor Afro with where Black K kind of like his his origin is, it it's so perfect. But I don't know, there's just something about it. It's just like he moves a lot better. I, I, the alien design in this entire show is great. Like hit that showdown between him and the Trandoshans in the in the bar. It's just like it's perfect because it's like you don't need to understand that. The Wookies and the tra- Trandoshans do not get along. You just need to understand that he's looking for trouble, but just like those touches of that. But they, anyways, I'm sorry, I'm deviating a little too much. The Trandoshans look good. You know what I mean? Like they look real. Uh, like it's it's great. So I think the standout for me is like that throwdown in the in the bar and like how he's like that. They, they all have like. He, Without saying anything, Black K is like, I have a code. I don't stand for this. This is ridiculous. I'm not backing down. He doesn't. He's like, he doesn't cause trouble. But at the same point, he doesn't take... What is Jennifer Beale's character's name? I should know this.
0: Oh, Um, it's like Guar Swa. I don't know what it
1: is. Yeah. But like, he kind of does... Like he doesn't take her thing but then he he doesn't cause a ruckus outside of ripping off a Trandoshan arm but you know what I mean like it's just like it's like he has ideals and he sticks to them and then he respects Boba because like he's like well I could have I could have killed you I could have sold you into slavery I could I just like just go (laughs) so it's like you're like yeah they're on the team now without even being said so that was really really cool um yeah uh, we finally get to see this uh, meeting of all the the gang leaders that we saw in the trailer. So I like that quite a bit. I liked I like how you don't ex- you like you saw that scene initially, and I think probably a lot of people were like, "Oh, he's he's getting them all together," but then he doesn't. In a sense, like it's it's all about like the only way they're gonna figure out who's going to be in charge is if they inevitably come to odds with each other. So uh, I was thinking about this during the episode. Sorry to talk so much. I think it was last it's week. It's a
0: podcast. They're allowed.
1: Last week we were talking about like, I think in uh, Never Tell Me Odds, like who is the big bad? And I think it's just Jennifer Beals. <laughs> because I was like, is it Jennifer or Jessica? Jennifer. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, why is she in this show? But then by this episode, I'm like, oh, she's in all the episodes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, that's why it's a big deal. So, like, there's more to that character for sure. I- I'm okay if it's the Pikes. Like, the Pikes, I think, are a villain that's worthwhile. But, like, none of them have names to my, to my rec. I don't think they've given any of them names yet. So, I'm sort of like, how do you make a villain that doesn't have a name, right?
0: Danny has a theory that uh, Boba and Black K are going to face off against Han <laughs> and Chewie. That's like I would be down for that. I don't know if it's going down that road right now. Maybe season two, if there's a season two further on. I like that theory though because we like seeing that happen. We like seeing characters we know face off against new characters that we know mm-hmm. and love.
1: But wouldn't wouldn't uh, Fennec be Boba's Chewbacca?
0: Uh, the back. She's, no, not a she's, she's uh she's three po or she's r two, actually. She's a droid.
1: <laughs> we finally kind of get a sense of why Boba's doing what he's doing. He's definitely felt yes. remorse for the death of the Tuscan clan or Tuscan group. And now he's like, we're kind of getting a sense of like it's like this doesn't have to be this way. Like, we're we're not the chess pieces of gang yeah. members and whatever so i like that what do you think about that
0: i liked it and i like that fennec shan um i feel like as they were writing it favreau was like you know what people are going to complain that he's not tough anymore fennec sharing comes right out and says you've gone, you know the tuscans have made you gone soft and he's like no, no no they've made me smart i mm. understand what i need to do um this whole show has felt like godfather 2 to me and the this this, the meeting of all the 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 heads of the families i don't know if anyone in the chat or you have seen the the first godfather movie but drugs play a big part spice plays a big part in the first godfather and there's a meeting of the families in it and uh you know some of them want to want to do drugs and uh uh, he doesn't want to uh Mm. corleone doesn't want to so things happen sunny goes down but um, yeah, it was reminding me of The Godfather quite a bit, and I've been enjoying it. I love, I do love, I love seeing in Jabba's palace in the the kitchen area. We got the droid, uh, Boo Boo Babu. I don't know his name from Return of the Jedi. Came back, and they got someone to do a very similar, very similar yeah. voice to his. But the other droid cooking is from Attack of the Clones. I like, you know, I like it when they start throwing in the Attack of the Clones prequel references. That's that's awesome. Always love that. One thing I did notice is, um, I'm pretty sure the earrings that uh, Guargwu was—I'm going to call her Guargwu—is her name? Gwar? Somebody tell me her name. Uh, she had her earrings were the same shape as um, as Hera's uh, little uh, oh yeah, sort of like uh, figure thing. Um, that Thrawn is Kella... like, oh. Oh yeah the calamari (laughs) calamari what are we are star wars fans this is why we host the trivia on the channel we don't participate in it because we we would go down swinging um <laughs> I, I but anyway, but Brian, I have absolutely been loving this show every week. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. I, it, it doesn't have uh, Baby Yoda, and it doesn't it doesn't go. It never went over the top. It like it's restraining itself. It's always got the restraints on. And I found a lot of people complaining about that online, how it's boring or whatever. They're like what's the part? the flashbacks? what's the part? Of that? Like well, that's, that's the point of the story. I still feel like this would have been called the Tao of uh of fat. You know, if, if people knew what that word meant. I think that's what this is, really. It's the way of the Fett. You know, the story of Boba Fett is, hap- is playing out here. Um, but th- what added to that, though, is when the episode ended and they're like, well, money can, credits can buy you help if you know where to look or whatever. And then the Mando theme came. And all of a sudden, when that theme music played, this was everybody's favorite episode. It was <laughs> like... I was like, okay, so that's how shallow we're getting here. You don't need a story; you need theme music to tell you that a character that you fell in love with two years ago is making, which is exciting. If Mandalorian shows up on it, I'm great. But what if it's what if it's Grogu? What if she goes and she tracks down Grogu, and she what if Fennec Shand rocks steals Grogu from Luke Skywalker to fight the battle?
1: <laughs> that's interesting. That's interesting. That would be smart. It's sort of like, we want more Baby Yoda, we want Grogu. It's like, well, now that we understand where it all fits into place, like, not a bad idea. But yeah, I I don't know. Um, Yeah, I I don't like, see, that's the thing. It's like, this show doesn't need a Grogu. It's solid. The story is good, like. The thing is, like, do you want to know if he escapes the Sarlacc Pit and what happens on Tatooine after? Like, it's I don't know why I think it's so beautiful that, like, they go to the Sarlacc Pit and the wreckage of Jabba's Skiff is just there. And it's just like, yeah, of course it is. Like, it blew up. Uh, So. And, like, Mandalorian showing up in the show. Yeah, why not? Like. At the very least, it's, like, the flashback of when he sees him go off with his armor or whatever. Like, it's kind of wild because it's, like, you're, like, where all exactly does this fall? So, I mean, psh, this story, what, does anyone actually know when he shoots Bib Fortuna in comparison to the Mandal- Mandalorian sto- storyline? Are we led to believe yeah, at the yeah. e- after the last episode that's happening in tandem?
0: I think, I think. I think Mm. when Din goes, that's where he goes that way. And that's because the flashbacks, if you watch them, um, they have like that, the Mandalorian episode that introduces the Fennec Shan. there's pieces of that in the background, right? That you follow. Okay. And and, and then the, the last few flashbacks are him shooting Bib Fortuna down, which so that, so I think chronologically that would be where it is. Mm. Um, And then based on him getting the ship and everything, um, but do you think this is the end of the flashbacks? Do you think the flashbacks are done? Because they, they've kind of caught up to where we are now.
1: I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. It's like, there's still like, has it though? Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's still more to be said about, or maybe not. Like, maybe we, I don't know. It's like, I feel like, in my head, there I feel like he has to have some showdown with either the Nikto bike gang or, or, or the Pikes. But, like, that is kind of what he's doing already. I don't know. I feel like there's one thing where he's got to take on his own. Otherwise, if he could take them down by himself, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he hasn't really been shown that he needs a group. He does and he doesn't. You know what? Like, it's like. He I think it was
0: more, He understands the the importance of having a group, not the need yeah. to be a tough guy with a group, but, mm-hmm. but there's power in numbers, right?
1: Mm-hmm. To,
0: you know, to quote the greatest movie, to, it's a wonderful life. You know, no man is a failure who has friends, Brock, and he's learned mm-hmm. that through the ways of the Tuscans. Can we go into uh, this one right here from Danny? Yeah. Um, feels that uh, likes building blah, 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 but wishes (laughs) to blah, 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 but wishes presented as a movie rather than a series. And this is something I want to talk to you about. Not this exactly, but something similar to this because Hawkeye had episode one and two release on the first day. Peacemaker had episode one, two, three release on the first day. Rumor is Moon Knight's going to have the first two episodes released on the first day. Um, Book of Boba Fett is... A slow build, I suppose. Do you think a show, do you think this show would benefit had multiple episodes or all of it dropped at once?
1: No, I don't think so. As much as I enjoy when Marvel does that, um, I don't think it's like a real prerequisite because as much as it's episodic, like you got to keep in mind that there are some people that are just going to binge this all at one go it's just if they watch it in the next couple weeks yeah. i have i have a colleague at work that's not watching any of them he wants to watch them all in one go so i'm like oh let me know i would love to hear your experience i don't know if that's like i feel like with wandavision they did it they explained it as like they kind of work together and i think they was it wandavision i think it was wandavision where it's like you kind of have to watch all three first three together. Cause they kind of, you don't get that act three reveal till the third episode. And they are norm typically shorter than other stuff. Um, I don't think so. I, we talk about it all the time. Marvel and star Wars are like different beasts. Yeah. So it's like, they have to go by their own formulas. Like star Wars, I think like, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say, because it's like, Marvel has one, two, three, four, if you count what if, five shows under their belt, and Star Wars is just still on two, right? So it's like, I don't know what the Star Wars formula is outside of like, I mean, Mandalorian did one episode at a time, I'm fairly certain, so that's that's all we can say about that. I don't think so, like, it, I think... I'm trying to think of the, how that first episode ends. Uh, the parkour, right? Like they find. They
0: yeah, the parkour. Actually, the I just, I just rewatched that. Aaron was interested, so I watched the yeah. first episode with her yesterday. She hasn't seen any of it. I was gonna have her binge it because I, 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 you know, I'm not a binger. I, 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 um, I was saying to you like right now, I'm watching this show, Peacemaker, and I just watched The Witcher, which was all at once, right? The, but it took me like two weeks to watch it because I, like, I can't. Even if I love something, it takes me if it's a TV show, I can't do it. I, I have to binge. I can't binge. Uh, but but this of all of the the three Star Wars seasons we've gotten on Disney plus, this one, I do think not for me, but I think this is the most bingeable one where it is telling one elongated story because the mm. Mandalorian, the one thing that my, I love the Mandalorian to death, I, I but I personally think that this is a stronger show. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it's all said and done, I think it's gonna be strong. My thing with the Mandalorian is by season two, like partway through season two, is like okay, all it is is hopping. Okay, this week we're on this planet, this one it's like you know like lost in space, like we're on this planet and we're on this planet and we're on. This, and I was kind of getting tired of that when that one was going on, so that one to me like weekly kind of makes sense. Whereas this one, he's not hopping from planet to planet; it's all one. It is like yeah. Danny saying it is kind of a movie in a way so i think for not for me again but for i think for mass audiences this might have been one they're not going to because it's also the thing with weekly is they want you to keep coming back each week right so yeah. this show's kind of smart that way where it's you're know, like oh, it's slow but then you're still going to come back because it's star wars and it's boba fett so it doesn't matter how slow it is they know you're going to come back and then eventually i'm sure it's going to pick up for everybody but um this was one that i think will benefit from a binge watch as one long four hour movie or whatever. I mean, yeah, it's just, that'll yeah. just be as long as a new Batman movie. So like that is one. Um, that's how I feel about this one is as much as I'm, an, mm. I'm a weekly guy. I'm liking a weekly, but I do think for mass audiences for especially and, and look, Brock, we're in a world like a post Netflix world where I just mentioned Witcher, Ozark, stranger things. These things are dropped. And Ozark's coming out tomorrow. Aaron's excited. It'll be done. She'll be done it by Saturday afternoon. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, like that's how people watch things now. And so a show like Boba Fett, which is kind of slow and drawn out, uh, for someone who's old like me who enjoys, like I said, Star Wars is my favorite one. there's no talking. It's not. That's not modern enough for today's uh, audiences who are Netflix. Let's Netflix and chill, right? Let's sit down and watch binge watch this show.
1: <laughs> that's not what that means. <laughs>
0: i know what i mean
1: (laughs) um yeah i don't know it's i enjoy it and i've said it before it's like i i like looking forward to wednesday it's like yeah yeah Yeah. uh it's you know it's like new comic book day which happens to be wednesday it's just like yeah i look forward to this day i make a day of it i make a point to do this thing so it's, it's great but netflix and you have the entire season of the witcher ready to go so it's like are you gonna watch it all in one go or are you just gonna eat watch one episode a week or every couple days or something like that so
0: well you know me i maybe one a day if it drops all at once i I can i think i could do two at a time is my is my limit usually i do two and i'm like okay let's move on find something else to, to watch and enjoy um, but I, I don't know. I just think uh, like we have sooner Thrawn saying episode one and two should have dropped together. Two is really good. One was okay. I saw a lot of people saying one. I see. I was blown away by episode one. And I think part of what it was, was like you said, the beginning was great. And then it it, it was so restrained, which is what I, I'm kind of, I, I don't, I'm, I'm maybe, maybe, I'm, am o- I'm over like nonstop CG action and I honestly, when they all sat at the table talking, I'm like, oh, this is what I like now. I'm old. You know, I don't I don't know. When they start fighting it, I'm not uh, crazy about it. Um well Boba could go on for three more seasons and I'd be good. <laughs> Just reading the chat. Yeah, yeah I, I, I you know it's, 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 I, I think the I don't know. I I, I think the story here is Sam, people are to the Fennec Shand point, where she's like, you've gone soft, and people hated this Boba Fett because they thought he was soft. It, I I think this is a way more in, uh, intriguing story than him just being a badass bounty hunter because we kind of like have that with the Mandalorian, right? Like he was kind of like a badass bounty hunter in that first episode. Like I don't know. I, I it's a character study in some ways, and it's it's also it's Boba Fett. Like let's be mm-hmm. honest here. He he got he got killed by a blind guy and it's eden you know so it's like it's boba fett he looks cool i like that they're bringing it back howdy just mentioned i don't trust the phil lamar character brock i don't know if you remember phil lamar from mad tv from fox oh i do he voiced i believe the green lantern in the justice league cartoon he's all over but i was a big uh big phil lamar fan growing up and he is he he did the voice of the pike last week yeah. Or two weeks ago, whenever that was. And he was. Do you know which character he was this week?
1: He was.
0: You don't have to say his name because God the, knows I don't know his
1: name. He was one of the gang members. I think he was the Clatoonian. I don't know his name, but like. Because that's the three gangs, right? The Aqualish, uh the Trandoshans, and the Cl- Clatoonians, all like. Well, I guess not Trandoshan. Is there a Trandoshan in Jabba's palace? But like these are all characters. And then the Niktos and the Weequays. It's like, I love seeing that. Because it's like, those are characters established in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Namely in Jabba's palace. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's cool to see that as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, one thing I love about Favreau doing this is he's, he's, I think he even says this in some of the behind the scenes stuff that we've had. Where he was like, too old for Return of the Jedi. Like when Return of the Jedi came out, he was too old and cool for it yet you watch these shows and there is the utmost respect for that because i read an article recently that like return of the jedi ruined star wars forever and i actually i didn't read the article i read the uh the, the i did what the modern kids do brock i read the headline and then yeah. i and then i cancel cultured it no but i saw that headline and i was like i didn't read the article because i knew what it was going to say because if you think about it it's not wrong um I wouldn't say ruin Star Wars. I would say change Star Wars because in New Hope you have like the aliens in the bar and then that's basically it. There's no more aliens in that, that movie. Like there's just not, it's, it's like the Wookiee Chewie's there, but, uh, but really it's like Luke Han, Leia and Chewie and then Obi-Wan doing his thing with Storm. There's no aliens. And then Empire Strikes Back. There's a couple more aliens, but then Return of the Jedi is like, they like caught you. Like George Lucas just called the Muppets and said, come on over. Let's make this movie. Um, and that's when it kind of exploded, right, with Jabba's with Java's Palace. Uh, so I thought that, but, but it's funny that like Favreau, she says, you know, he was kind of too old for that movie, didn't really, you know, that wasn't his thing, but the appreciation of it and the recognizing that that's part of the world and that is part of this world. They even name-dropped the singing guy with the big mouth from the special editions of that. She name-dropped that guy. So I think... Um, you know, there's a love there, and whether it's Favreau or or Bob down the hall, and like editing, I don't know who it is, but uh, someone's doing a great job of hitting those Star Wars touches in this series. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, I love. I just I saw something Mark uh, Mark Vermont Mike said in the chat. And he's like, we should get Max Rebo to play. I Forget what he said. One of the uh, the sail barge music, yeah, with Max <laughs> Rebo's band, and like the fact that Jennifer Beals is like Max, play a song, and I'm like, yeah. yes, yes, like we haven't mentioned Max Rebo, I don't think. No, we just, <laughs> yeah, we haven't. I'm like, yeah,
0: but I and 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 Disney does is also saying that the the uh, R3X from Galaxy's Edge is the poker, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, dealer. Like they they just they bring things in from everywhere. Yeah. Is that and that's what. And this, when I think when Mando came out, I was like what this is. It's not a movie; it's a show, and it's basically the EU that we used to read, but on our television. That's what this is. This is just, you know, it's it's what we used to read, but instead of reading it, they're making it, and that's where we are. As mm-hmm. technology wise, that's where we are, and it's awesome to be here. You don't have to like everything about it. I'm not like I I, I love. I think it's the strongest we've gotten in a long time um i'm not gonna put it up against movies or anything but i think i honestly think like mando season one i love quill but i think that show grew as it went on and i think this is part of that progression as well um so i'm curious to see what obi-wan and andor have in store but i'm looking forward to mando season three even more now because i just feel like their feet are like securely planted and they know what they're doing with these characters and these stories now and the technology don't forget technology as well
1: you know what it is too it's like I love Marvel does it and they do it really well, but Star Wars, the these shows don't seem to have uh, uh, some kind of goal to our knowledge, right? Like it's like what is Mandalorian about outside of like someone trying to find his way and then also helping this this child. So it's like it's fine, like it's like we know they're going to connect and we can see it when, and there's going to be something, but it's just like there isn't like okay, well we have to get to Thanos or now we have to get to the multiverse of madness. Like as much as i love that about Marvel, it gets, it's a little tiresome because then you, you're like, Oh, this is going to mean this. So it's like, that's what I love about this show. It's like, I don't know what's going to happen next. So
0: I I think that's what I really like about the Boba Fett show more like so much is that it's so self-contained and it's, it just holds back. You're just like, it's just like a simple, small, you know, this, the galaxy isn't in peril. It's not that big. It's like, it's small. It's just like, look, it's this guy with the Tuscans, and they killed the Tuscans, And now he's trying to figure everything out mm. for himself. And he was kind of technically dead for like three or four years or who knows, right? Like he, you know, his armor saved his life. So that's what I, uh, I, yeah, that's what I like. I mean, the Marvel stuff is great when it all, but even like Hawkeye, I really liked Hawkeye, and that didn't—I mean, it, obviously, it will connect, and, but it more connected to like going with Kingpin and the Echo Show, I guess, in yeah. a lot of ways. More than I, yeah. I, I don't know. Not look, look, save the the end of the world for the movies, right? Let me go see that in the theater. I'll pay my. Money. The TV's like, make it really, just reel it in a little bit. That's how I like it. it uh, says that uh, uh, Danny Trejo mentioned the Witches of Dathomir yeah. last week, which was awesome. Andrew Fantasia did a video. You can check it out on the channel. He kind of goes into detail about the Witches of Dathomir, which is awesome. That was a cool, uh, we didn't talk about it that much last week, but that was a cool name. joke. Danny Trejo, a huge Star Wars fan. He was excited to be in Star Wars as well. If you, Everybody just wants to be in Star Wars. That's what yeah. I love. The minute they're in Star Wars, like, oh, I'm in Star Wars, I can finally talk about it. And uh, that, I like, there was something else that I saw where somebody was excited about being in a property. I'm like, that's nice. It's nice when people get to do stuff and they're excited for it. Um, I I prefer that to, even if someone's a better actor, but they're like, I actually can't stand this stuff, but I'm doing it. I like it better. Oh, Bill Burr, right, right, right. No, Bill Burr, no, Bill Burr liked being in it though. He actually did like being in it. I I don't know how you can't want to be in like a Star Wars or a Marvel right now. I can understand not really... You know, like the Marvel movies are the theme parks because they they are they're a ride right but but how can you not want to just be part of like you're set for life like the minute you show up in a Marvel movie you're set for life man you got the <laughs> conventions and you'll be in all the sequels as well yeah
1: are you kidding yeah like uh hey put up Heidi's comment at eight thirty four this one yeah. Heidi, that will cost 1,500 credits. 1,300. It's in the episode. (laughs) Um, Yeah. uh, Everything about this was great. Um, uh, I love that little ball that Fennec sends into Jabba's Palace to, to like, just do it. I'm like, I was watching that. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a mechanic in a video game at some point where it's like, it doesn't do anything, but it's like explaining the, the the mission you're about to go on. It'll be a little ball that glows out all the things like or how, whatever.
0: How have they not developed an open world or side-scrolling, whatever, Mandalorian or Boba yeah. Boba game? When I was watching episode one with Aaron last night, I, I, the parkour scene happened. I'm like, how do we not have a game on this? I just feel like you could take Tomb Raider, throw a Mando cover over her face and just do that. I just be like, Roman's Mandalorian? I don't, I don't get how we are this far into it and we have no Star Wars. And the only Star Wars game coming out is the one that everyone's trying to cancel because the the runner of the of the company is like a racist or yeah. a bigot or so. Like, I don't really know the story. Yeah. But like, like that's and that's like three or four years away too. It's like, where yeah. are we, man? Like, the video game industry is the biggest industry on the planet, unless you're Disney. That's like they don't need it. They, I don't know. I just, I just every time I watch, them, I'm like. How do we not have this yet? Yeah. I, I don't I can't I, I, I don't like I just don't believe it.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's it's strange. It's like like I feel like a lot of mobile Star Wars games are pretty successful, but it's just like most of those are like replicas of like Marvel. Marvel like uh mobile games it's just like why are you, it's but you're subbing it out to other companies like the the rights too I I mean I could be wrong but it's definitely like that's made by a specific company and it's not owned by Disney because it's like it's not pushed as hard as everything else I could but maybe I'm wrong I don't know uh but yeah you're right it's like Bega Mandal like they used to shoot out like like there's a Django Fett move we got a video game like
0: which vermont mike just mentioned and he said just do that but with boba instead and that's a great game actually brock yeah. can never have a to play it. Yeah. and i i have the game on my ps4 when i remember i got the star wars ps4 that was one of the the retro games that they included in it and in it i didn't know this but someone told me on twitter that they actually referred to boba fett ship as the fire or jango fett ship as a fire spray model ship in that uh video game because that video game up until the disney acquisition was canon so everything that happened in that story was legit yeah. um I, I guess it could still be i don't know why it wouldn't be unless someone told a story about it but yeah so um there we go but i wanted to bring up heidi's point here before we get to the odds and that's i can understand why a hero would not want a ship called slave one but i wish there was an explanation for it how did you feel about like is this name gone for good and uh, what, what do you think about that, Brock?
1: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's like, like Heidi says, like I can understand why you wouldn't want to call it that, but at the same note, it's like, what does that do? You know, um, we're hearing it constantly. I in can, Canada, I can speak for, especially Ontario. We're constantly trying to like rename streets or buildings or get rid of certain statues. It's like, Okay, but like stuff like that costs money, and like sweeping under the bed. But so, like Heidi makes a really good point. But now I think about it, like, yeah, they should have an explanation. I think. Uh, but is slave one ever really said in any of the movies? Yes. Like,
0: I don't think so. I think it's just on the products. But it's yeah. still, I don't. It, Look, I really don't care one way or another, but it's clearly the real reason is exactly what you said, where um, it's, the, it's the sensitivity issue of the word "slave" coming into play on yeah. it, and I, I. But I mean, ultimately, I don't. It doesn't change that it was a wicked scene, and it's a wicked ship, or what the yeah. ship does at all. It does your merchandise, and if you have any merchandise that say "slave one" on it keep it it'll be we're very valuable (laughs) yes (laughs) soon that's what they have (laughs) done it's a flying iron one says vermont mike um yeah i i think i don't know because it hasn't to to our knowledge and again we're not we're not star wars fans we don't know that much to our knowledge it has not been spoken so if it hasn't been said on screen do they need to make reference of the name change at all or can they just be like no that's Like, I I don't... The the problem is, if it's mentioned in that... I don't know if it's mentioned in the Bounty Hunter game or not. I have to go back and... I think it is. But if it is, if it's mentioned in stuff like that that's not canon, but kind of is canon, but still part of the story, wouldn't Boba Fett want to somehow... In this way, I will say, wouldn't he want to pay tribute to Django Because he seems like... He's like, this is my father Django. This was his armor. I've had this for 25 years. This is my code. He does all that, and in and, and that instance, of, if it ever played out or mentioned in any way in that respect, then I think there would need to be an explanation or reasoning for it. And it could just be, plain and simple, he lived with the Tuscans and it taught him, and blah, 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 blah. Now it's called Barb.
1: Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Like, hmm. It's like... <sighs> It made me think of a comparison because my wife, my wife, is watching the newest or the last season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Apparently, the first episode tackles uh, BLM and the whole, like, what police can and cannot do. Um, And she was like, I get why they address it, but it kind of, it, it didn't really make a lot of sense. So it's like, do we address it? How do you properly address an issue like that without coming off as like forced or deviate from what you're normally doing, right? So it's like we could say don't don't even mention Slave 1 and just call it Bobo the Fett's ship or whatever. And that's it. Like no one's going to question it because like how many ships do we see? We don't know the names. I'm sure at some point there is a name for everything because it's Star Wars. But you know what I mean? Like it's where's the line? And I think... That's outside Star Wars of like uh how we deal with each other socially now it's like uh <laughs> so like there is no answer cuz we don't in reality have an answer for it yet outside of like point fingers and get mad and scream
0: <laughs> Yep, sounds good.
1: I only scream for ice cream, James. And book of that.
0: <laughs> fuck above it! All right, do you want to go over to uh, the, the odds?
1: odds. Let's okay. do it. Hold
0: on. Mm-hmm. I gotta figure out to... The possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately three thousand seven hundred and twenty to one. Never tell me the odds.
1: Never tell me the odds. Ever. Ever. Never. If ever.
0: If you tell me the odds, you, you. Well, we're gonna do it right now.
1: <laughs> Never tell me the odds. I'm brought to you by patreon.com slash Podcast. If you think we're great and you want us to keep going, why don't you go over to Patreon and become a, one of our patrons and support us. And we would greatly appreciate that because we try our best to make the best Star Wars content that the galaxy can provide. And if you support us, you get to be in the wonderful list of people that we name, that we applaud every episode. And those people are Heidi Fetter. Executive producer Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Stanifor, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W,
0: Rez, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D, Raven Spencer, Cosmic Girl, Zero Two, Gleek Play One, Disney, Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Denoners, and the Girls with Sabres.
1: Thank you, the best. And thank you to Vermont, Mike. It should just be called one. <laughs> the ship should be called the Tuscan one.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, was, let's start with our first odd from executive producer Heidi. Um, will we get the Obi-Wan trailer during the Super Bowl, Brock? Will we be getting the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer during the Super Bowl?
1: This is a good one. I want to say 80% cuz it's Super oh! Bowl, big things. But I just thought of this. Wasn't there, like, some, like, thing where people are, like, they're not even putting the money into s- the Super Bowl commercials, like, people don't want to sponsor? I don't know where I picked that up, but yeah, I think it's something, something Star Wars will be definitely during Super Bowl.
0: I, so when she sent this, I responded with 25%. Ooh. I think we're getting something open one at the end of Book of Boba Fett. However,
1: oh okay.
0: Now that I know that the, but now the Bad Batch is being released in the spring, which makes me question when we're getting Obi-Wan Kenobi because Andor is coming in July. So are we going to get Bad Batch and then go right into Andor or is it going to go Bad Batch and then Kenobi, which would lead Kenobi into probably May, May 4th or June, somewhere around there. Um. Okay, wait, Vermont Mike does the Grey Cup get fun commercials no
1: (laughs) we don't know don't watch it
0: oh i i do i watch it every year um no it does not get fun commercials it gets tsn and ctv commercials for like four minutes um those are the networks that it's on hey well anyway so i said 25 i'm gonna go i'm gonna go full brock i'm gonna go full brock um, because if it comes like they did it with solo, but I don't think it, I don't think they felt like it worked. So I don't know. I'm going to go for Brock. Cause I don't even think, I, I don't know. It's a different, I don't know. It's just for a Disney plus show. I can't see it happening, but I also very much can see it happening. So I'm going to go for Brock. Um, and Heidi thinks that the end scene will be the Mandal- Mandalorian, which would also make sense. Um, but we'll see what happens. I have to say... Uh, I won't say it anyway. Um, just because I don't know if anybody's seen the Spider-Man movie. And I don't want to spoil it for anybody what the end credit scene is. But I was like, meh. Our uh, next slide. Remember, the Bad Batch will appear in the final few episodes. We're going to get someone from the Bad Batch in the Book of Bobs. Um,
1: I want something to happen. I want, <laughs> I want Omega to somehow...
0: Yeah. up. What?
1: what? Who knows? Uh, I'm
0: gonna.
1: <laughs> Did you hear what I said?
0: I didn't hear anything. You cut out bad.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go forty percent <laughs> on this because I don't think it's going to happen, right. but I do want Omega to be in it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go 32%. I don't even know how you get... Uh, I, I, they, they age rapidly, the clones, except for Omega. So the clones would have to be old, and what's the point? It'd be fun, but what's the point when you can get Rex in there? Um, and then Omega. We'd love to see Omega, but I think we're... Uh, She wouldn't add to the plot that we're in right now. I don't think she would serve any kind of purpose other than fans' purpose for service, and I just don't. uh, um, Yeah, so I'm going to go low on that one. Do you want to do four odds, or do you want to just stick with three and I'll kill one of these? No, we can do three. All right. um, Let's just do this one. How about every time the odds, water will return to Tatooine by the end of the series. It was once underwater. Maybe they're bringing water back. You, there's like a secret, like a uh, like a like the land before time, but it's all like water on Tatooine. This is Mos Aqua.
1: Um, I wouldn't hate the idea of them doing something like that, but I think it's too early. <laughs> if it makes sense, yeah. the amount of times they go to freaking Tatooine, um. I feel like if you do something like that, then it has to be in like a second season, and then your characters have to stay on Tatooine for a long period of time, or it's got to be three seasons, and at the end, like I don't, I like I feel like what it's got to be, be like a big deal, right? Or the very, very conclusion of a series. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, they can't be too much water because Ray goes back there in in twenty years from now with uh yeah. There you Olmsted go. <laughs> But yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go eleven percent. I water's gone. It's gone, it's not coming back. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's the uh it's the those bowl things, and they're like you have to
1: acquire a taste. Could you imagine they do bring water back to Tatooine? It becomes a water <laughs> planet, and they're like, But Ray goes there and everything is sand still, and you're like, Oh <laughs>
0: the multiverse of Star Wars. <laughs> Go crazy! I I don't. I'm I'm excited to see where they go. I love. I love the idea that there was.
1: I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> my light fell over, and I'm like, Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. My
0: God. I thought that was you fell off your chair. You all right? No, you no, good? no. I you tried to catch break? it. <laughs> <laughs> this is podcasting at its finest. We've got this. I'm gonna. I have to go low. I think I went 11 on that one. Uh, it's gonna be a great one. What do you guys? What just happened? Uh, Disney does. wants to know what just happened. What happened <laughs> yeah. was it, he's he's still shocked at the placement of the Last Jedi in our ranking list. There's this no- light
1: fell over because I pulled on the cable with my foot by mistake. <laughs> so never a dull but moment here at Ripple Scum Podcast.
0: We didn't even hear Gatsby or anything. That's good. <laughs> good, good job there. Um, those are our odds for this week. We'll have more next week when um, we're talking about episode five of the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, four episodes to go. We're halfway there. You got some news for us, Brock?
1: I got some news
0: hollow that
1: you news. need to know.
0: <laughs> da, 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 hollow news. Go on, go on.
1: Hello, news. The news you need to know right now. Big news this week. Lucasfilm Games have finally announced that the highly-intent anticipated LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga will arrive April 5th, 2022. Wow! Welcome news made even better by the debut of an extensive new trailer featuring the biggest look yet at the gameplay, worlds, and humor of LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. And you can check that out now on YouTube. If you've never heard of it before, it will be on Xbox One, all the Xboxes, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga allows fans to play through all nine episodes of the core saga, travel through hyperspace, explore over 20 unlockable planets, and experience an exciting mix of gameplay from chaining attacks in lightsaber combat to space battles. Players can also unlock and choose from over 300 characters, the most ever in Lego Star Wars games. Marvel's Eternals has finally hit Disney Plus, and if you've watched it, you might have missed that there is an Easter egg from Star Wars. Uh, It happened so quick that if you blink, you will miss it. Spotted by a fan with the eyes of an eagle on Reddit, Harrison Ford's roguish icon Han Solo in Star Wars Episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back, can be seen on a TV screen in Kingo's private jet approximately 48 minutes into the superhero blockbuster. If you pay close attention, a stormtrooper also pops up in a quick frame. And this isn't the only Star Wars Easter egg to appear in the MCU. For example, Spider-Man uses a move from the Empire Strikes Back in Captain America Civil War. And the love is shared right back with a Mandalorian featuring a Thor Easter egg of a line from Ragnarok. And In our final story, High Republic is now on its third wave of stories With Claudia Gray's The Fallen Star uh, releasing last week or or a couple weeks ago, seeing The Fallen Star seeing nasty space pirates, the Nile making a bold attack on the Jedi's base in the galaxy's outer rim. Daniel Jose Older's Midnight Horizon, which comes out February 1st, takes place before The Fallen Star. The Nile are seemingly on the run, so the Jedi are shocked to learn of them making a suspected attack on Karelia, Han Solo's homeworld. Uh, sent to investigate the incident are Jedi Master, Komak Fetus, and Cansom Psy with Padawans Wreath Silas, and Ram, Jomoram. Like many Star Wars stories, Midnight Horizon also features flashbacks that reveal more about each character. Uh, one big thing about this book, though, there's going to be a big Yoda moment, which Yoda hasn't really been present in a lot of the, the novels, mostly just the comics for High Republic uh older said hinted that yoda's role in this novel since his uh in this excerpt he's like i can't tell you much of course but we've had a lot of discussions about this and what i can say is that yoda has been going through some very very rough times of course it would also have to be bad for it to keep him out of commission all this time when the galaxy needs him most i can inf- confirm whether or not we'll see yoda again during the particular storytelling era of the high republic but the good part is he's been an active member of so many of our Jedi's lives that why it was so important to bring him in this flashback scene, which is like the one we have here. If you want to see some excerpts from Midnight Horizon, uh, you can head over to StarWars.com and it's all there. And this has been your News. News. Mm. Uh, you're muted.
0: There we go. Uh, All there's right. There's at the Galactic Star Cruising Bed 2. I know you never include the park news, so I'm here to fill the gaps. <laughs> well, we're jealous.
1: We can't go. <laughs> hey, I type in Star Wars into Google, and it doesn't come up. I'm sorry, Disney Desi. It's just not there.
0: I, I sent you a, a Star Wars story today about Luke Skywalker jerseys.
1: You did? Oh, like the hockey jerseys. But that wasn't, okay. that okay,
0: wasn't, that's it? no, okay. It's news? It. Oh, it's
1: news. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Top five. Sports Here did we Star Wars night. <laughs> oh, yeah, they had a, it's Team USA with a, with a Luke Skywalker on it. All right. Mm. Top five characters we would like to see. Uh, what is it? five guy characters we want to see help Boba Fett. Who are they going to spend the credits on, Brock? They're going to spend it on number five. I say this every week we're gonna bring him in this show one way or another his name is bane first name cad cad bane. say it with me mr bones cad bane <laughs> i want mr bones though i did tweet. number
1: five is always always hondo anaka like it's simple i just saw there's like no i forget when it's coming out but like this new halcyon legacy comic book there's a Apparently, the like, fourth issue is Hondo and Lando Calrissian get up to some hijinks. I'm like, "Yep." Yeah.
0: <laughs> and he's everywhere. You know, see, Hondo's not Hondo's not number five. Hondo's my number four. Hondo. Hondo. It's the Hondo. Oh, Hondo. And Winnie the Pooh has to voice him as well. Darkwing Duck. <laughs>
1: uh, my number four he's is played going... by
0: Rob Schneider. He's played by yeah, Rob exactly. Schneider, but voiced by Jim Cummings. <laughs>
1: My number four is gonna be uh, Bosk because I like Bosk, and now we've seen seen live action Trandoshans that talk. So it's like, oh, <laughs> I know we see Bosk talk in the cartoon, but it's like let's see it in live action.
0: I spoil it for Vermont Mike. Dengar is not on my list, but I'll tell you who is on my list. Everyone's agreeing about Hondo. Who is on my list? Number three. Number three is... First name Han, last name Solo. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. imagine. They just get Han Solo, and they're like, you're with me this time. We're paying you. Because he's like, yeah, 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 I got this kid. His name is Benjamin. He's crazy. He's a magician. And he just comes, and they get Han Solo to help out. And that that is what causes the rift between him and Leia. It's working with Boba Fett. I've saved you, Star Wars. I just saved Star Wars single-handedly on this podcast.
1: Uh, my number three is going to be Lor Santeca, because I'm like, why not? Ooh, well, yes. I guess there is a problem logistically of making that happen.
0: <laughs> no, you would get someone younger anyway.
1: Yeah, I guess you could just age them like 10. Oh, I guess it's 20 years, right? Is it 20 yeah, years that... prior to that? Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, 15 or 20. Yeah, I'd say no. you could get somebody younger. Yeah. Why not do it? Uh, My number two, this one makes absolutely no sense. Just, (laughs) I don't know why he's on my list. Uh, Maze Windu. I don't, I don't know. (laughs) I feel like I started writing a different list at this point, but Maze Windu, one-handed maze, purple lightsaber, but he's evil. And then after he helps Boba Fett, he turns on him and strikes him down and kills him.
1: That's what I call fan, fan, uh, what you call it? Service
0: <laughs> 100% that I don't know why that character is on my list. Cab Vance would be a good one too. Real. Red yeah, Band. it would be. Who's your number two?
1: Uh, my number two is going to be oh, I had in my head. What was I going to say? I don't know. Shoot. Oh, gosh. What was it? Freaking James. And I don't, I don't know. Um.
0: Oh, gosh.
1: Oh, nice. Sooner, that's the next book I'm going to read, uh, Fallen Star. Um, Though, learning that like Midnight Suns or Midnight Horizons or whatever it's just called is like, I'm like, but I want to watch, read everything in order. Um, My number two is going to be, oh gosh, I can't believe I forgot Omega. Thank you. It was Omega. (laughs) Live action Omega, old Omega. Thank you, Heidi. This is why we say your name first.
0: <laughs> All right, and my number one. Look, Brock. Here's the thing: they're on Tatooine. There are a lot of different languages on Tatooine. A lot of different alien races on Tatooine. In the very first episode, Boba says that they're going to need a protocol droid, and they might as well just pay for a C-3PO. Yeah, as I'm C-3PO, gonna go that number C-3PO, one too. Like... Making his return to Star Wars. <laughs> And then the droids cartoon can pick up from there. If you want there, yeah. we're in, we got it. Um, with well, those are our top five, let us know what your top fives are in the comments, uh, to the, uh, right. No, to the, this side here, left of me, right of the screen or in the comments down below. Don't forget to give us a like and a subscribe. We should set that off the top. Um, But Star Wars is dead, as we say all the time, which is nice. I've been trying to knock it down for a while. We can get the story of where he got his red arm. That's actually in a comic book, I believe. Yeah, it is in a comic book. (laughs) And the Star Cruiser costs too many credits, absolutely. We'll be going one day, Brock. You and I, we're going to pack up. We're going to leave the wives at home, and we're going to go on the (laughs) Star (laughs) Cruiser. (laughs) they'll look after the pets and we're out of here but we got it but this is 238 wait wait wait
1: this just in on the presses our live reporter Disney daddy Kathleen Kennedy got fired get it on the board we gotta get a board
0: we have a board now wow uh again yes boom she's fired those are our our sources uh are saying right now. And uh Kathleen Kennedy once again for I think the third time in 2022 has been kicked to the curb. Yep. Not one, not one good decision has been made. No, nope. not one good decision. She re- you know what happened actually is she had nothing to do with the Mandalorian and she has everything to do with Boba Fett. You fired she designed the, the Vespas, she designed the Vespas. You fired <laughs> K- Kg, thing. you, you you're fired.
1: See, that's you, that's your you, that was your present. You
0: fired. Uh, Kg, we are just uh, joking, joking around. Sooner, Throns top five are coming in: Kaibe, Hondo, Dengar, Han Solo. Um, everybody wants Dengar. Uh, you know what? Maybe I might add Dengar to my list, but I don't know who I would take off of my list. Wait, no, Mace Windu. I would take Mace Windu off of my list because that was the worst. That, that's one that might be one of the worst things I've ever put in a top 5. Just saying. 238 episodes and that was the worst one I I'll, t- I'll take that uh every day of the week. Anyway, this uh, thanks so much for joining us in the chat everyone. This has been a lot of fun, Brock. Thanks for coming on and uh, doing the show once again. I'm glad you were liking the book of bobs and I'm liking it and uh I would say, you know, three other people are liking it. So that's always good. It's a good ratio. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? No. Um, Goodbye. (laughs) All right, everyone. Have a great night. Stay safe. Stay warm. Stay in. And until next time, Brock, you were always scum.
1: Rebel scum.
0: Scumbag. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.